I have invested a lot of money into some courses and they've been a waste of time and a waste of money, but some courses have literally changed my business. I believe in you. Proudly supported by RAH McDonald's. Hello and welcome to Season 5 of I Believe in You, the podcast about setting your goals and achieving your dreams. I'm Lizelle Hartley, a business and personal mentor, and we are talking with another seven amazing individuals who have taken their passion and built themselves a career. Losing a job through no fault of your own can be a really challenging and frustrating experience. It is perfectly understandable to feel directionless or unmotivated, and your self-worth can definitely take a hit. Our guest this episode went through these experiences just before the epidemic start, and it leads her to the realization she didn't need a boss to keep doing what she did best. Amber Das is the head of design studio Bamba Creative and join us on this episode. Welcome Amber. Can you tell us who is Amber and what is your main role and what's your business? I am the creative designer and owner of Bamba Creative. Bamba Creative is a design studio specializing in uh, strategic branding and website design, where I have a strong focus on partnering with creative female-led small business owners. I like to work with like-minded business owners and sort of that one-on-one connection. So, yeah. And part of your exciting journey is you're going to rebrand soon. Yes. So... It's been a bit of a process. I have actually rebranded once before. So that was um, when I first started my business, I rebranded after a year. Um, I think through the business journey, you sort of evolve a lot during that journey and you sort of figure out who you are and where you want to go with your business. Um, So I rebranded after a year. It's now been just over two years. And again, I've had that shift in my business where I feel like I sort of need to change again because of the direction I want to take my business in and I think it's really crucial to make that um, shift and rebrand so yeah so it's a bit exciting but obviously there's a lot of work to do so yeah. And what is the new branding name? Uh, It's called Studio Form. I'm very excited to see (laughs) what's happening around Studio Form. Yeah. So tell me where did your journey as a business owner start? The beginning of 2019 Prior to 2019, I had no, oh, I never really thought I was going to start my business anytime soon. I never thought I was going to start a business. Um, I sort of just happened. So January 2019, I was actually made redundant from a role that I was in, which just left me a little bit blindsided. And I was a bit sort of lost in what I need, what I wanted to do and what my next step was. Pretty much I had been working in the industry for about five years across different sort of um, industries. So I'd been in um, sort of digital design, print design, worked at lots of different companies, had so much experience in different areas. And I'd gotten to the point where I was sort of ready just to take the plunge and I just sort of just thought, well, might as well, like I've got a bit to lose, but at the same time, I thought it was an exciting opportunity to just sort of um, go out and start. And my dad's been always very entrepreneurial. So I thought um, he'd always pushed me sort of in that direction. And so I just sort of gave it a go. And I guess 
you sort of really don't know what you get into until you do and it's sort of a bit of a fake it till you make it and I think I've definitely felt that. Yeah and I felt like also working in a lot of the businesses prior in um, full-time employment I learned a lot about how my old my other bosses had worked with clients and their relationship and I think I learned a lot of what to do and what not to do with how they worked with their clients and how they managed projects. So I think I took that a lot on board on how then I wanted to deal with my clients and stuff going forward. So, yeah. So you're still very young and that must have been a big challenge for you to be laid off from work, to be made redundant and to be so brave enough to say, okay, well, then I'm just going to do my own business. It was a massive roller coaster uh, um, and I think a, a lot of people can relate when they start their business lots of ups and downs and obviously I being younger I didn't have anyone else in having a business and I didn't have many people that I could relate to or help with so it I did struggle a lot and there was many times that I wanted to just quit and just go back to full-time employment and obviously not having that security of an income coming in and everything else so it was tough. And I think with most people starting their businesses, I think you have your highs and they're really high and then you have your lows and they're really low. So I think it's just sort of getting that, getting through and trying to overcome all those. And I think you always come out stronger on the other side. Yeah, no, definitely. So tell us a little bit about the challenges. What was the challenges that was right in front of you there? Not just that you're young and you didn't know anything about business but what other challenges was thrown at you that you had to deal with? I think the biggest one's always been self-confidence and self-worth. I think starting out is always going to be the biggest one that I don't really know what I'm doing. Like in the first sort of year of my business I really was just trying to figure it out as I went and I just think how do you put a price on something that you just don't even think that your value like you're worth that either. So I think that was a massive one And it's still trying to figure it out now. Like I'm four years down the track and I'm still trying to figure out like what's my worth and am I charging enough or am I charging too much? And yeah, you can't, it's hard to put a value on that. And also the other big one is time management. And I think (laughs) you owning your own business, you're always thinking about business, even when you're not like on the weekend or on holiday or even in lying in bed, which is the biggest one was I'm always thinking about things in business and you can't ever switch off. And I think even like when I say that I shouldn't be working at after hours, somehow I have my laptop on my lap and I'm still working on things, whether it's just on my business or I'm working on client work. It's just trying to make sure that you take those breaks. And I think it's, especially this year, it's been crucial to figure out like time management and I think being able to take those breaks is crucial for your own development and being able to then be more present in client work I think that's been massive oh and the other one was also being out of my comfort zone I think that is a massive one that I'm still learning and I think it's only since probably the beginning of last year which I finally started to push myself out of my comfort zone and I think that I've definitely experienced more growth from doing that um, recently. So even just like going to networking events or like being more, um, like being, showing my more personal side on social media or opening up more and, um, creating more like deeper connections with people and things like that. I think that's 
sort of helped to grow my business more than I had prior to. So be out of your comfort zone is a big thing because we as human beings and especially business owners, we have already enough challenges. Do you really want to be out of your comfort zone as well? No. (laughs) (laughs) But the big advantage is, as you have mentioned, is you grow through it. By being out of your comfort zone, you grow because It's only the first and the second and maybe the third time that you're going to feel out of your comfort zone, but eventually it's going to become part of your routine or part of your habits or part of where you go because it's not just your business that grow, it's that you as a person grow as well. Yes, yes, I'm definitely finding that. (laughs) So going back to your time management, how is that going now and do you have any tips that you can give to our listeners to be on top of time management? I still haven't mastered it. I'm not that great um, with it, but I think setting up like a, a, like I've got, I work in um, Google Calendar and I find that blocking up uh, my time um, on that is huge. So I think I work now only Tuesdays and Thursday nights after five o'clock. And so making sure that I only do that on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So I know that Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays are free. And then making sure that I'm not working the weekends. And also just during the day as well, I like to make sure that I've got a massive to-do list person. So I always make sure that I'm like, I only spend two hours on this or I only spend one hour on this. And then I set like a timer on my phone and I'd spend that purely on that time with no interactions, uh, no um, like distractions and just make sure that I keep myself accountable for that. And I think that doing that, has helped me a lot and I've been more productive because I know I set the task and I know what I need to do as well as then logging off at the end of the day or on the weekends that I find that I am a bit more recharged when I come back in the next day or the next week. These two good points that you've touched on that um, will help any of our listeners that's in business. And the one is to definitely be more recharged. Mm-hmm. So when you come back, make sure you recharge yeah. because otherwise you're anyway going to run half the speed you can run. Yeah. The other goal that you just mentioned, no distractions. And what is the most distraction is our phones and social media. So literally, do you literally pack your phone away? How do you get away from that? Not necessarily. Like I set a timer on my phone and I know that like I've say I've only got an hour to work on something that I probably need a little bit more, but I know that an hour, if I just dedicate to that hour, then I can get quite a lot done. So I just put my phone to the side. Sometimes I put it on do not disturb. So I just don't get any notifications. And if I do, I just ignore them because I know that after that hour's up, I can then go back and I can reply to whatever I need to. But I know for that hour, I just know that I'm quite strict and I don't respond. Um, and people have actually gotten used to that saying like, you just sort of go offline for a bit and no one can kind of like, I don't reply to messages, but people have gotten used to it now. So I'm just like, I'd I block away time and then in that time, you're not going to hear from me. So, yeah, I think that's something that I've always been really strict with and I think I've gotten, it's gotten really um, good and I've just continued to do it. So, yeah. I love the idea, do not disturb. And what I also love is the alarm going off. So till that alarm going up, you on that job and you can do it, but you also know when the alarm going up, you have to move over to the next thing. Yeah, I also find that if, Say if I've got an hour or something and if I do, like I'm working say 20 minutes in and then I get a distraction and I pick up my phone, I'm straight away out of that um, concentration and what I was working on and I find that it takes me so long to get back into it. So I know because being 
and like a when you've got that creativity going on a particular job that as soon as you get distracted and you move out of it sometimes it takes another 20 minutes or so to get back into the zone so it's it's quite crucial not to get distracted during that time because otherwise I might not I might have an idea and get distracted and then not be able to come back to it and I'll forget it or something like that yeah no that is that's actually a great tip to go out and I I do put aside time, but I can't say I have ever put an alarm on. So I'm going to try this myself. It is very handy. (laughs) Have you ever had mentors in this business journey? I know you said it was hard in the beginning because you just kind of dive in and don't really know what you were doing. No, in the early days, I was, was, as sad as it sounds, I was very much alone and I was pretty much just trying to learn all on my own and I think for the first year like I think I invested in my first course about four months into my business which was about $400 and I thought this was so expensive and I could barely afford it Um, but I quickly realized that I needed to keep doing that and do courses and I find that a lot of designers have a lot of courses out there and some not quite as good and I have invested a lot of money into some courses and they've been a waste of time and waste of money but some courses have literally changed my business and I think they do a lot of sort of um, not it's not one-on-one but it's they're quite um, comprehensive courses that really walk us through like their processes that have worked and how they structure their business and their client management and project management and pricing structure and how they work and I think I've learned so much and that's why I've been able to price my services because of all this that I've learned through these courses. Um, so that's been very valuable during um, the course of my business. And that's where I've gotten to on my own. So just purely just learning um, by myself. And then obviously until this year, I finally got you, Lizelle, as my mentor, which has been amazing. I think you can only get so far on your own until you need that accountability. And I think that's been the biggest thing. I think I have so many ideas, but I'm always too busy to even think about how to implement them and or how to go about them. And I think having you there, it's been really great, but also you're pushing me out of my comfort zone even more. And I'm obviously always like to stay in my little comfort zone and I some things just get too tough and I'm not going to do them myself. So I think with you giving that little extra push has been massive. So, um, yeah, so I think I haven't really had anyone personally one-on-one until sort of you've come along so yeah and what I always say my accent is so strong if you do not do what I (laughs) encourage you to do you can hear the strong accent and then you just do it to get this accent out of your head anyway yeah (laughs) but it it is sometimes important because I think this belief stop you as well as what you can achieve and by having a mentor alongside you that literally give you a task to do what you had this belief in it's just and keep your accountability yeah so I tell you to do that but you have to come back and you have to show me I you always, have done yeah. it I always say I think I said it to my mum the other day I said it's like being back in school and you rock up to a class and you haven't done your homework <laughs> like I always get a little bit nervous and I'm like no, I haven't done that yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> but Amber, have you seen a change in your business since you start talking to me and I push you a little bit out of your comfort zone? Yes, I think I like I have. Um, I think it's it's funny because you've definitely looked at areas that I haven't really like I always look at the bigger picture and I want to go 
like six steps forward, but you're sort of like looking at the sort of the things that are a lot closer, like even just getting on LinkedIn and putting out a newsletter, like these things that didn't really cross my mind. I sort of think, well, newsletters are never going to be for me. LinkedIn's too corporate. I'm not going to be on there. And I think just implementing those things, I'm like, well, actually this just kind of helps create more connection with even just like my current clients and potential clients. And I think these things that I just never really thought about that actually is going to be helping and it has been helping. So I think it's really interesting because it's just a different thing that I've never even considered. Um, So these have been really great. And I think it's just getting me going to get me there faster than what I thought because I just thought it was so overwhelming to get to where I wanted to be because I didn't know how to get there. And I think I can already see the process that you're taking me on. And I think it's it's exciting to, yeah, get there. And if you can give any advice to other single business owners out there, because you say it was a very lonely journey, what have you done and what can they do to just get out of that loneliness to be part of the community? Um, I'd say networking events, although I have been not the greatest with that, but I think I went to my first networking event at the beginning of last year. So that was two years into my business. So it took me two years until I thought, like, I need to go out. And so I went to this networking event in January, beginning of last year. And that was amazing. Although I was absolutely petrified. I was so nervous. I met some great people um, and I instantly connected with a couple. And I've now got a client from that networking event that I still work with today. And she's just such a great girl to work with um and I've stayed connected with a couple of them and it's just so nice to because a lot of them also don't have any friends in business and I think it's so nice to be able to connect with them and talk about like their story and how they got into their business and I think um even then just connecting on Instagram like we're just it's everyone's each other's cheerleader and commenting on like posts and things like that. It's really nice. So just networking is a massive thing. And I've been going to a few more over the last two years, although I need to get better because I haven't been to as many as I should, as Lizelle keeps telling me. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's already changed my business just going to those. And I think that's massive um, because I don't think you should be doing, even if you, it's just you and your business, I think you shouldn't be doing it alone. You should be constantly connecting with other people. Definitely. You need to belong to a community, even if it's just a community of other solo business owners your age. And even if you just meet up once every two months, it's still, you know, there's somebody you can pick up the phone, you can run something down or just you feel so energized after you've been together and you think, I thought my business is tough, but when I hear one of them... Or when your business is tough, they already went through it. And they said, well, I went through that a year ago and that's how you do with it or that's your thing. So anyone that listened today, and I think it's just proven by what you say, you need to belong to a community. As a single business owner, don't do it by yourself. If you, you, a mentor is great, but a community is essential in your life to move forward. And as you say, you do get business because your community become your um, etiquettes. They talk out, they promote you. And it's much easier if someone else promote you than you promote yourself. Amber, what is your view on empowerment? Going back to sort of my original answer to, I think, where I started my business, I find that... um, Working for other people back in the day, like old bosses, I feel like 
particularly one boss in particular and the way that he managed his business. And I feel like I learned a lot about how to manage clients and what not to do or what to do. And I feel like going into my business, the biggest thing was having that one-on-one relationship with my clients and giving being almost their part their design partner in the whole process and really listening to them and valuing what they um, want and need and going through that whole process I want to empower them to then know how to use their branding and their website going forward I don't want to just work with them and then just be like here's everything and just go and deal with it and figure out how to use it like I want to equip them with the tools to use their branding and how to go about it and then same with their website like I provide them training videos so they can go in and edit their um, website so they're not left with a website that they have no idea how to update or edit or anything like that and I'm always there as well so that they can ever flick me an email if they're stuck with something or they can give me a call and say like hey I don't know how to do this or can you help I've just got this little job or something like that I want to always be there so they can come back and they need help with anything and I just want to make sure that they know that I'm always going to help them and if they need it. So, yeah. Which is which is absolutely gold for a new business owner because you cannot always wait for somebody to adjust things on your website or change a photo or add new content or a new event. And that's why it's great that you empower them by showing them how to do it and give them the videos yeah. to even fall back on. Yeah. And I must say that your own website as well as social media is just an inspiration for all of us <laughs> because you. you get it so clean so spot on so beautiful I always look at it oh, oh if we can just get close to this <laughs> I would be happy yeah and also like uh, going back to that as well like on social media I like to always um give sort of educational posts out there and um just sort of just give little tips here and there like how to like like talk about there's a lot of obviously design lingo that people don't understand like talking about different like color codes like what's cmyk what's rgb and i sort of like to just sort of give little um little posts about like what what the color codes are used for or what the file types they get and how to use those so what's a png used for what's a jpeg used for like just to like help them so they can then save that later on instagram and just things like what they need on their website to sort of um convert like users and things like that just little tips and things like that so yeah And also, Amber, you work with a lot of my clients and I know quite a few of them get emotional when they do get the document from you because you actually take what they believe in and what they want the world to see and you put it so beautiful together for them in that document. And I say to a lot of my clients, that document that you get back from Amber with your branding, that's the words that you can use on your website, on your social media, because you really dive deep into who they are, what they are, and what's their messages that they want to get across. So you working hard as a business owner, you empower this other businesses around you. What do you do to empower yourself? I think I just, again, going back to sort of that self-worth thing, I think, I think I'm trying to value myself and investing in myself and 
I think trying to put myself first to then give um, sort of help them, my clients and be at my best for my clients as well. So I think constantly investing in systems and things like that, systems, processes, courses, just to up-level myself constantly so I know that I'm going to get the best outcome for my clients. Do you have downtime to invest in Amber and not the business? Well, it's funny because I feel like I'm always thinking about business, which is tough because I'm like, even if I'm having time off and I'm like on the weekends and I don't know, going to like the markets or something like that, I always... And all of a sudden something pops in my head and I'm like, oh, that would be a great like social media post or something yeah. like that. So I like it just hard to switch off, especially at like nighttime. Um, but well, I that's think, a great brand or oh, that brand should have used that yeah, color. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, it doesn't stop. And I wake up in the middle of like 3am in the morning <laughs> with a thought and I'm like, yeah, that would be really good. Um, but I think, yeah, just oh, in terms of, I think actually I'm finding now that I'm really enjoying like the rituals that we do on the weekends. So I've started to go to the fresh food markets and I'm loving that time where we just go out, go to the uh, markets, get our fruit and veg, get our morning coffee. And I think that's just doing that now every Saturday morning. It's just such a nice break to just know that I'm not thinking about work. I need to just go there, get these things done. And then we then take my dog for a walk um, to the park or to the beach or things like that. And it's just a nice sort of just switch off my mind and I know that on the weekend that I'm just need to not um, think about work and I think doing those things really help and there is value in repeating yes so if you go to that market every Saturday there is so much value because your mind and your body know that this is what's coming mm -hmm. so sometimes when you work a lot during the week that's okay because Saturday morning I grab my coffee I grab my fresh vegetable I recharge myself yeah. and I get myself ready so for you and for any other business owners out there if you can do something regularly yes if it can't be weekly make it every second week or once a month that you know that's part of your routine yes and bring sure. that recharge in so tell us a little bit about the new branding because there's more than just new branding tell us about what else is happening what's waiting in the next five to ten years for us when we look at you well I think like it's always been a big like the idea of this new stage in my business and this rebrand is more that I want to look at different avenues of my business. So I want to have, at the moment, I only have my service of web and branding. And I feel like if I'm not by my computer, I'm not making an income or I'm very just, this is just, yeah, it's, it's difficult. I feel like I'd I've reached a level where I feel like I need to start growing and um, introducing other areas of my business. And I've always, and I work from home at the moment in my, um, like just a little studio room. And I would love to have a space eventually. Um, so a commercial space, but not only that is that I would love to have a space where I can hire it out for not only co-working, but for events and photo shoots. And this is, it's a massive thing at the moment. Um, that's, I've seen a, quite a few pop up around the place. Um, but we're looking for um, me and my my cousin would be going into business together and doing a huge space um, for huge, like the big events as well. So I think that's really exciting. And I think that should hopefully, until we find the right space, but that's on the cards um, soon, which I'm very excited about. Um, but then also like other avenues in my business, I want to um, find a way to sort of help business owners as much as possible, but sometimes they're not ready to invest 
in my full services. So I'm finding different ways to um, reach them. So I've obviously got my main signature branding and website packages. I've then now introduced my intensive packages. So they're sort of a web a brand in a day and a website in a week. So they're smaller packages. They're also um, a lot more fast paced. And then I want to look in the also um, to get even smaller in terms of um, price bracket is that offer like a membership or a subscription based model where I can then provide um, helpful tips and ways to not exactly DIY, but sort of help them figure out sort of like um, the basics from going from like who the um, ICA ideal client avatar is and then go through sort of the process of then how to... um, get their branding consistent across each touch points and sort of in their Instagram, get their Instagram looking quite um, cohesive and their website and things like that. So little tips along the way that will be at a nice sort of price point, which they can pay monthly or something like that. So that's also another thing in the works. Um, And then eventually we'll probably look at um, doing a product line as well. So sort of again, still in the um, small business demographic, um, but yeah, so that's still a little bit of a work in progress, but I'm not going to reveal too much too soon. So, yeah. So this is a lot of exciting new elements um, adding to this. But working with you, I know this is not your 10-year plan. This is your five-year plan. Yes. So I'm excited for already love the fact that you offer a brand in a day because this is how the world is. We want things quick. We want it easy be on top of it and it's less forward and backward and you get onto that brand. Doing a website in a week, love it. I don't know how you do it, but it's amazing and that's what a lot of business owners out there need. They need that website in a week and I'm all for it. We don't always need to start off with this big website that costs you a lot of money. A lot of times I said that landing page or that small website that just help you start generate your money and bring it in. And then obviously, whatever size website you build for them, when they're ready and the business do make money, you can expand on it. How will you feel for the journey lying ahead of you? Well, again, I was back to when I said, oh, I had so many ideas and I just didn't know how to get there. So I think having you on the process, I think having that accountability and how to figure out how to get there is obviously put me a little bit more at ease because I think it is quite overwhelming when you have so many ideas, but you just don't know how to get there. So it is exciting and I'm very excited about the prospect of it. Um, yeah, it's just, there's obviously a bit of work involved, but um, yeah, no, I'm excited about what's what lays ahead and I think 2023 will be quite an exciting year for the way that my business is going to um, develop and expand, which I'm very excited about. Business is like up and down. Like you say, you have high highs and you have low lows. But I always say, as long as you slowly move upwards, yeah. it's okay if you have that high and you come down a bit, as long as it's still going another step up, another step. And we as business owners, sometimes we look at the downs and we forget to look at the scale. Yeah. So even if you go back every year and you see where you start in the beginning of the year and what you put in place and where you are at the end of the year, you do moving up. So well done through all that high highs and low lows and starting off with 
just saying I'm starting a business and not even really know what a business entitle to become this amazing and respectful brand that's going to rebrand soon, which is also exciting. But well done as a young generation to have the guts and step into that space and just do it. Thank you. <laughs> so if you can leave us today with your favorite phrase, what will that be? Whatever will be, will be. If you would like to know more about Amber and her studio, you can find the details in the episode description. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, I believe in you. Thank you for listening to the I Believe in You podcast. If you're interested in being coached by Lizelle, we have a number of solutions available for you, no matter where you are in the world. You can find all the details for these and how to get in touch in this episode's description. This podcast is proudly sponsored by RAH McDonald's. It's more than Maccas, it's developing personal excellence for life. I Believe in You is produced by Bad Bard Productions.